Oh, I always say it, but I tell you, I mean it. This one, this is—I think this is the top, the top rock stops here podcast that I've ever done. It's the content that I have. Not only do I have behind-the-scenes stories of what went on in Vegas. Oh my goodness! I was there all last week for Super Bowl week, and it was off the chain. And my guest is Bruce Arians here. I sat down with him on the Rock Stops Here podcast. This Rock Stops Here podcast is brought to you by Lipton Window and Door. Visit their showroom in Newport, Ritchie, Florida, or Lipton will come to you at your home, at your job site, fully trained staffed, factory back warranty, replacement doors, replacement windows. The only place you want to go is to Lipton, Lipton Window and Door. Customer service, numero uno, fair prices, an exceptional product. Lipton, window and door, Newport Ritchie. All right, without further ado, let me get to the legend. He has been one of my favorites. He's such a good man. Great, 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 great coach. Still involved with the Buccaneers, helping and scouting, and especially with the draft and with quarterbacks. The one, the only, the great, great, great Bruce Arians. All right, I am with the great Bruce Arians, and he looks like he's been getting some sun. That must mean that he has been out playing golf. You look fantastic. How are you doing, Bruce? I'm doing great, Rock. Everything's going super, and yeah, I have been playing a lot of golf. Have you been, uh, are you doing good, or just having a great time, or always? Been, or? Uh, winning a little money, and uh, you know, make that last putt on the last hole. It's always, can't get away, go back tomorrow. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yes, yeah, so we want to find out how you're doing and all that jazz, but you got to be excited about the 10th anniversary of the Arians Family Foundation. I know it started with your wife, and she was seeing in the court system kids, whether it's abuse or just neglect just being out there and I guess it started from that concept and here we are 10 years later Bruce yeah we're really really excited about it uh, yeah the work she's done you know watching her save these kids one at a time I always felt like if I ever got a chance to have a platform I wanted to make it more national and, and bring the awareness uh, of what these volunteers do for these kids and to get more volunteers so you know the 10th annual uh, we couldn't be more excited than to team up with Jason Aldean and the Hard Rock and uh, probably have a golf tournament a little bit later in the spring. But uh, this is one of those things that just kind of came together. Jason was more than gracious enough, and the Hard Rock was excited about it. So we're really looking forward to it. It's a perfect marriage. Of course, Jason is the three-time ACM Entertainer of the Year, Artist of the Decade. He's so huge, and I know he's big and giving back. Hard Rock, the Buccaneers all get involved. So the tickets are on sale. But I, I encourage you to get them now. It, it's going to be March 23rd, uh, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino with Jason Aldean. Uh, the tickets are available at Ticketmaster. There's also VIP special packages, and the best way to go about getting involved there would be to go to the ArianSFamilyFoundation.com website, correct? Definitely, and uh, and there are a bunch of VIP pre-party, post-party uh, that, that goes along with those tickets, and uh, very, very seldom will you ever going to see Jason Aldean in a small setting. And uh, so this is very, very special. I would, I would 
beg people to, hey, look at the VIP because there's really, really great stuff involved with those. So again, guys, and we'll hit this on the end of this, but it's the ArianSFamilyFoundation.com. ArianSFamilyFoundation.com. It's March 23rd. It's at Hard Rock Tampa, and everybody that goes to concerts there said, it's the best place, man, to see these great acts. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they have an awesome venue. We'll have a big uh, pool party to start it off with and an after party, and uh, everybody should have a great time. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So everybody wants to know how you've been doing. We did not see you around the facility this year. And I remember talking to you at the Arians Family Foundation, your golf thing at Innisbrook. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I was around too much last year. Was that on your end to kind of stay away? Yeah, it really was. I just thought it was it was great for me. I got to wean off. You know, I got to go to the games and uh, and, and go to practices. But it's like, this is Todd's team. And I don't want any player looking at me. All right, it's Todd's team. Uh, I needed to get away from, and, and I needed to get away from it too. Uh, but uh, sat back and watched, you know, from afar this year, and, and really enjoyed it. I, I I didn't miss the coach. I missed the guys, you know, and, and the camaraderie of the locker room. But uh, just uh, stayed at the lake this year and uh, came to a few games and. Uh, Jason and I talk every Sunday and Monday after the game and Mondays and uh, doing a little scouting for the quarterbacks for the draft and looking forward to it. Yeah, you've always liked that. The, mm-hmm. You've always liked the scouting end of it, haven't you? A lot of people yeah, might really, think, oh, just offensive coordinator, coaching, <laughs> but you like that. I really, I, I've been studying the quarterbacks for God, 25 years now, and uh, there's some, I don't like to compare guys, but when you have that list of so many different guys, uh, who's been successful, who hasn't, and you see what traits these guys have, then you, you've got a better chance of hitting right on one of them. You told us that when the Bucks signed Mayfield, you're like, I always liked him. And we saw what he was all about. Why do you think it worked so good for him here last year in Tampa? Well, he came on a very talented football team, you know, and uh, got a good offensive line. He got the great receivers. But the thing about Baker, I knew from doing CBS with, when he was with Cleveland, how much they love him in the locker room, everywhere he's been. Even in Carolina for a brunch, the guys love Baker, and uh, I knew that he he'd take this locker room over as soon as he got in, and and uh, and he did, and uh, he's gonna he, he wears his heart on his sleeve, and I love him for it. What do you think about the job that Todd did this year, where there was no more goat Tom Brady? They had eighty million, you know, the the, the dead cap money. Everybody thinking they weren't going to do anything. What did you think of the job Todd did uh, this fantastic. year? Fantastic! I think this was, uh, you know, a new coordinator, new play caller, new quarterback uh, to win a division again and be the only team in the NFC to go to the playoffs for the four straight years. Uh, it's a great job. Uh, could we have been better? I think we all would have hoped that we could have won that Detroit game, but uh, to get to get to that point, just saw that steady growth. You know, each and every week with the football team, and I was really, really proud of them. Can you tell us, everybody always asks me, when you, the year that you just, you stepped away, you gave it to Todd, we didn't know if Brady was going to come back, it was Kyle Trask, we saw you at the combine, and you're like, no, I'm not going to retire, and then we heard the news, and I said, I don't know, what was, what, can you set us straight, what, what really happened in your mindset then, Bruce? Yeah, I thought it was just time, you know, for me, um, it was time, uh, Health had a little bit to do with it. Uh, tore my Achilles, you know, that year before, and standing on the sidelines was getting harder um, with with some issues. Just being out there for four hours standing, but um, I just thought it was time. And 
I didn't like Todd and Byron getting passed over that year. You know, I thought they both deserved to be head coaches. And, uh, you know, so a lot of things went into that decision. And, uh, you know, when we did it, it was just, I think, the perfect timing for all of us. And uh, I'm really happy about it. Now, when I was out this week at Super Bowl week and I was there for the CBS because they had the game and they had their press conference and I got to talk to Boomer and Cower and Phil Sims, And I was actually, this is before the game. The thing about Goat and Mahomes was coming up a lot. These breakdown sit-downs. And Phil, and, and especially Boomer, he's like, no, it's actually not too early. And now this was this is what Boomer says. He's like, Brady worked to get the success he had. Mahomes is born and built for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you coached all the greats, including Tom and Peyton. Is it too much to be starting to say this no. guy could be a GOAT? No, no, because if they keep that defense together, <laughs> I mean, this is the best defense he's ever played with and probably the worst receiving core he's ever played with. And to still do it, I thought it was the best job Andy Reid's ever done. Um, seeing them in week 12, I was like, they're not going to get there this year. <laughs> and they did, and they and, and they beat a hell of a 49er team. So I don't think it's too early to say no. Now, a couple of more, Bruce. Uh, Belichick... He did not get a job. Uh, the job that, uh, what's his name, did in Seattle for so many years, but they're 71. Uh, you got out like around the 70, but that was on your end. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they just want these teams, they want the younger guy? Do you think the way the game is played, it maybe is passing by older guys in their 70s? What, what, what do you think? They didn't get gigs. No, I don't. I don't think it's passed them by. That's for sure. I mean, those guys are are, are some of the best coaches ever. And uh, you know, the young offensive coordinator is just a trend right now. And uh, this is it's a cyclical game. When you we go back when Bill Parcells was winning, and all defensive guys got hired. Right. You know, and uh, it's a cyclical hiring system. It always has been. Sean McVay, McVay kind of made this one hot, and now Kyle Shanahan and that little tree. And like I got spoke earlier today. If 12 or 14 teams start running that offense, it'll get old real fast. Everybody figures out what's yeah, hot. the defenses see it. And, it's like, and they're not just two teams running. There's 14 teams running now, and they catch up with it. And it's just like every offense that's ever been and every defense that's ever been, everybody catches up to it. Interesting, interesting. How is your relationship with Tom Brady? It's excellent, excellent. Yeah, we talk all the time, and uh, that's one busy dude. <laughs> he has got it going on. Every, he's everywhere, and uh, but yeah, it's, it's really good, really good. How do you think he's going to do? Because in broadcasting, he's stepping into the number one spot in Fox. Fox has the Super Bowl next year, so Brady is going to be. You know, when you're on that stage, man. I was there for the press conference for Romo. People are trying to cut him down. This, you know, when you the higher up you go, how do you think he's going to do as a color analyst? I think Tom will do great. Whatever, because when Tom puts his mind to something, he's going to be really good at it. And I think he's been practicing really, really hard uh, to get ready for this. Now, there's big shoes to fill. Greg Olson's done a hell of a job in that role. For you going forward. What's, uh, what do you got? You got anything planned? You're going to just take it day by day, Bruce? I'm a day-to-day guy. I see how the golf game goes every day. And, uh, you know, really enjoying the grandkids and, and spending a lot of time heading up to Mills' birthday party. He turns five uh, Friday nice. and uh, can't wait to do that. You look you look fantastic, man. And you lost the weight and oh, stuff. I lost you're, about 50 you're, pounds, yeah. You're feeling good. I feel great, yep. 
Awesome. Well, once again, guys, I encourage you, man, and, and it's for a great cause. Jason Aldean is one of the best entertainers out there. It's going to be March 23rd at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Now, the tickets are available at Ticketmaster. I know we're right after the Super Bowl, March 23rd, but get them now. And the VIP sponsorship packages. Go to ArianSFamilyFoundation.com. Anything else on that, Bruce? And just congratulations on 10 years strong on what you've been doing, helping so many families and kids. I well, appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's it's a dream come true for us as, as well as the foundation has done. And I think this one's going to take it over the top. I think when 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 the Hard Rock and Jason teamed up and, and the Arians Family Foundation, we couldn't be more excited. And I would, I would again, tell the people, check into the VIP special tickets because you get a lot more extra things with those. ArianSFamilyFoundation.com. It's always my pleasure. You're one of my favorites. Thank you so much, Thank Bruce. Thank you, Rocky. You better, Honestly, guys, he looks fantastic. Fantastic. You know, he's got that tan because he's out there playing golf, but he looks fa- He's in great shape. It was, in, it was inspirational when I walked out there. I said, he's got me by a few years, and he, he's looking good. But he's happy. He's healthy. And if you get... Look... Go to the Hard Rock, check out the great Jason Aldean, and you're also helping the Arians Family Foundation. Uh, what Christine has, has done when it started with Bruce, and they've helped out kids in the different chapters in uh, Georgia, in Phoenix, the Arizona area, Tampa Bay, Indianapolis, helping kids that would never be able to get the things that they're getting through the Arians Family Foundation. So help them out, get your tickets, do that. And thank you, Bruce Arians, for doing that and sitting down with me at one buck. All right, now, you want some behind-the-scenes stories from Vegas? Here you go. All right, I got some stories. You know, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. (laughs) Nah, I'm going to tell you here. I'm going to tell you the highs, the lows, what I saw. It was... Covering a Super Bowl times 10, going to Vegas times 10. You had all of these gamblers and people that just are going to Vegas anyway. The media center where they had Radio Row, they had a lot of the different events with the NFL, all that. It was at Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay Convention Center slash Mandalay Bay Casino and Hotel. So you walk right out of the media center and all of a sudden thousands upon thousands of gamblers are right there. And it was just all one. There was so much. Everybody takes Uber or Lyft. So it's not like around here or anywhere like, oh, I'll just get an Uber. Oh, I'll call for it. No, you walk outside, you're up against 20, 30, 40 people waiting for Ubers and Lyfts at the same time. Uh, A couple of times, I was two miles away on my hotel. I said, screw it. I'm just going to start walking as I'll get closer. And then the strip is a whole different thing. But let me start off with, I think this story has got to be the best. And by the way, this podcast, The Rock Stops Here, is brought to you by my good people. you got to go check them out. I'm putting my name on it, Lipton Window and Door. Schedule an appointment. Visit their showroom. Lipton will come to you in your home in Florida, in your job site. They're in Newport Ritchie. They service Pasco, Pinellas, Hillsborough, Hernando counties, fully trained staff, factory back warranty, um, 
Someone in Lipton will always answer your phone. So here's the number to call Lipton Window and Door, 727-372-2455, 727-372-2455. Replacement doors, replacement windows. Get ready, get that hurricane protection, schedule an appointment. Tim Lipton, they're the best. Only top quality windows and doors. Lipton will provide you with custom made windows and door solutions. They never compromise on quality. All right, you ready? So, my uh, a good friend, I met him at my local bar. He ended up being a bartender. And uh, I just became friends with him. He's a good dude, like solid, salt of the earth, Keenan. And my buddy Damon, they become two great friends here in the Tampa Bay area. And then that place, boom, they go to another place. And I've gone there to visit them as they're bartending. And he's a big football fan. He played a little college football. Uh, Just a real good dude. And his girlfriend, slash now fiance, soon to be wife, also used to work there. She is very nice. Hannah couldn't be nicer. So down to earth. And it's just one of those things where you get a connection. Like, they're cool people. I get along with them. They're great. So, he is getting married. And I was honored that he invited me and my lovely, my lovely wife, Emily. We're going to their wedding. And so, I was like, wow, that is really, really cool. So, I knew he was going to have his bachelor party in Vegas. He's from Pittsburgh. He lives down in Tampa Bay here now, uh, but he's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And so he said, he thought, you know what? And he looked ahead. He's like, why not do our bachelor party in Vegas at the Super Bowl? He got a new, an Airbnb early, a plan early on. He got it. Wasn't that bad. Going to have a couple of his longtime buddies come down or come to Vegas. And there you go. So I I was pretty much figuring I was going to go to the Super Bowl in Vegas. Wasn't sure. You never know how it's going to go. And I ended up doing it. Well, my goal when I go to Super Bowl week is to get big name guests on Radio Row. I it all I put it also on Tampa Free Press. I write a couple of stories. I give some videos do a lot on social media, but my goal really is to get some name guests, not the, not the people that are just here in Tampa Bay, okay? How they made it to, for the Rock Stops Here podcast. Um, so that's what I do. And I go around Radio Row and I just go and I hit them and it's usually kind of quick because it's on the fly and they're, you know, these big names, they're, they got a lot going on, blah, blah, blah. So... Keenan texted me, hey, you in, you in Vegas? I said, I am. I'm getting there tomorrow. I said, oh, great. It's out of control. It's going to be unbelievable. We'll see. I did not set anything up because I didn't want to try to set something up with Keenan. I'm only here a short time. I'm on my own dime. My goal is to get big name guests. I hustle. That's how I do it. Uh, and so that's what I got to do. If I have some time, hopefully, maybe we'll maybe we'll hook up. I hope, but I didn't set it up. And he's going to have his bachelor party, his close parties, blah, blah, blah. So I'm there on Tuesday all day. Wednesday, boom. Thursday. Thursday's my last full-time day there. Friday morning, I'm flying out. I'm also going to be on a radio show when I get to Tampa after flying cross-country, staying up late, all that jazz. I'm an in-studio guest there. Uh, and so that's going to be later at night. So I didn't want to be too tired going into my final, you know, my flight. (laughs) 
So I do the whole day at Radio Row. I'm putting on so many steps. I've already walked miles because of the whole Uber situation. It was crazy and this and that. And so my, my legs were actually like sore. But it was good because I don't. I'm not complaining, man. I I think cardio walking is good. I can't do treadmill and that. I get bored indoors. I don't. I don't like long paths and woods. I like woods, but I, I get bored. But if I can see stuff like I can walk up and down the strip. If I go to New York City, I'm in a city. I'm walking. You know, I see a lot of different things. It makes time go by faster. So I've been doing a lot of walking this and that. So I get what I kind of need. I can always wish for more, stay longer. I wanted to check out Barstool Sports. I follow these guys. I find them very entertaining. Um, and Dave Portnoy is the owner. He's the boss of Barstool Sports. He was doing his new radio show, the Unnamed Show podcast with Big Cat at a place on the Strip. And I'm like, I got to run into these guys. Maybe I'll also see these other guys. Frank the Tank, he's done my podcast. There's Matthew Piper Jenks, he's his handler. I'm hoping to meet him. Blah, blah, blah. And when I saw where it was, Margaritaville, it's right outside. You walk outside the door of the link where I was staying, it's like right there. And I'm like, they're going to do that at 3 o'clock Eastern? I mean, uh, Pacific, you know, Vegas time? You know what? I got us. I'm here. I got an idea to pitch to Dave Portnoy. He's got an older guy there, Steve. That I mean, um, there's Stephen Shea that I know, but there's the Stu Finer. He's 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 unbelievable with energy. He, a movie was made about him. He's a handicapper. He's got he, he there's one of a kind. And I had an idea in being like a newsman for Barstool and just do stories on. Those different guys, there's always controversy. This one's against this one. This one's there. They need one guy. I'll do stories all day on that. I could also compete with different stuff with Stu because I'm his age. I'm in my, you know, and I thought this would be, let me, let me, I just got to get, I just got to get like, try to pitch him. So anyway, I am, I finish up. I start walking, I'm walking. I finally stop at the one place, top again. Let me get an Uber, a uh, Lyft. I get it. I bring, I see they're filming in progress. I walk into this place. They're up there. They're doing their show. Portnoy, Big Cat. I'm like, okay, they're there. This big backpack that I'm carrying with all my gear. Let me put it upstairs. So I put it upstairs in my room. I come back down. Boom. I get myself a beer. I'm hanging. I'm seeing. I'm like, oh, let me walk over there. No, that's the VIP section. Look at that. They even have a VIP section. You know, there's they have so many young people that follow Barstool. So I'm watching the show, very entertaining, it's good. I see Stephen Shea, I wave, blah, 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 it's over. Here comes Dave Portnoy. He is so, he is so uh, popular with this audience that everybody there is trying to get a pick with him real quick, and he's just moving. It's like when Tiger Woods walks from hole to hole, he, he just got to keep, keep it moving, keep it moving. The Rock at the uh, at the Super Bowl. Keep it moving. You know, it'd be something like, here's Dave Porter. He's coming down the list. I got my phone. Boom, I stab it. Dave, I'm Rock Riley. I'm from Tampa. I just he was already gone. He was moving. He's that popular. I'm like, and then I realized, like, the chances of even trying to get to pitch to him an idea 
are are pretty much impossible. So you know what? Then I saw Stephen. He was there. Came over. We talked a little Bucks. Baker Mayfield. He did this cross country. He did a trip from in a car with Frank the Tank, and I la- We were laughing, talking. Then he was headed out, and there we go. So now I'm done. The Barstool people are gone. I didn't get to do my pitch, but you know what? I saw them, and I realized how big they are, and how hard it is to get in there to pitch them. Anything I, I realize, I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm done. It's only about four thirty-five o'clock. Vegas time. I got an early morning flight the next day. Nah, maybe I'll just get myself something to eat. I'll chill out. And that'll be it. So I'm walking around and I just walk through the Flamingo. It's a casino hotel. And I'm walking through and I'm like, you know what? What am I going to do in my room now? I know I want to have an easy night. I was going to go maybe to the fitness center and work out. You know what? Oh, and a lady gives me a card. Two for one happy hour. Two for one beers? What, right here? It's happy hour? You know what? And there was a spot at the end of the bar on the corner. And I'm like, you know what? I get myself myself a, a, a beer. And I get a beer. I said, this is good. Two for one. He goes, yeah, it was a bald headed bartender. He reminded me of a bartender that I, my buddy Damon, and he was sticking money, $20 bills, uh, uh, sticking to his bald head in the front and in the back. And I even said to him, is this your gimmick? He goes, yeah, I, I like putting the money right on my head. So I took a picture. I got it on social media at Real Rock Crowley. You can check it out. And I text my friend Damon. So I'm just sitting there minding my own business. And I, I took a picture of the bald-headed bartender at the Flamingo. It was called the Flamingo Taco Bar, Carlos and Charlie's. I don't know anybody from Adam there, sitting there. My work is all done. I've got a lot of good guests. I'm going to be flying back tomorrow. i got a long day. I'm going to go on a show at night. And I text my friend Damon. And I said, Damon, there's a bald-headed bartender here. At the Flamingo, he looks like you, but he's putting twenty dollar bills and he's he's atta- he's sticking them to his head, his bald head. I guess that's his gimmick. And before I could respond back, I I said, you know what? I should text Keenan. It was one of those things. I don't want to really get involved with the ba- with the bachelor party because that can go. Oh my God! And I know me. Once I start getting a buzz on. I enjoy partying an awful lot. I'm going to be exhausted for tomorrow. That's a long trip home. And then I got to do radio at night. But, but I just started texting Keenan. Keenan, dare I ask where you guys are? I did not hit send. I get a tap on my shoulder. It's freaking Keenan. He's at this same bar. He saw me. He was down at the other end. This was not set up of all the bars and restaurants in all of Vegas to be sitting at the same bar at the same time for the bachelor party that I did not hook up with and set a time and a place and all this jazz. You got to be kidding me. You're down at that end. Let me come down there. And the rest is history. 
several hours at this bar. I did not eat. It was one of those things where you ever get that when you start partying and it starts happening. Who cares about eating? I'm getting the buzz on. And I did not eat. And it was several hours. It was so many hours that the bar turned from happy hour, people just staying there, to nightclub. Spanish disco, DJ music, dancing music. It's a nightclub now. And we're partying. And Keeney was real cool. He said to me a couple of times, he was like, listen, if you got to go, man. I'm like, nah, I got nowhere to go, man. I'm right here. One of those things. So his buddy, his best buddy from college, Clarion, a small school in PA, they played football together. They became buddies. Uh, it was the Bricado brothers. And the younger brother, you know, he ends up growing up and Eby's best buddy. So then he just comes in from his flight. Those two guys just flew in that day. They had been at Carlos and Charlie since four. It's probably six. It's seven. It's eight. It's nine o'clock. Uh, and it was, uh, what was it? Zach and Brendan. Zach and Brendan. Good guys. I mean, I hit it off immediately. Felt just like I knew these guys from a long time. We partied. We had a great time. Finally, it was like, all right, I got to go. You guys, I don't know where you guys are going. If you guys go in the strip club, where you go, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't, I can't, I can't join you any longer. I've already drank. I haven't eaten. I got tomorrow. And it was just so much fun. Busting, laughing, having a blast. Unbelievable and not set up. I love the unplanned things that my wife can't believe it. Everything she does, if it's going to be something that's fun or with the girlfriends or us, it's always planned out. It's never off. It's hardly ever off the cuff. And I always find that's the greatest. I could not believe that happened. We were in the same place. Unbelievable. Also, the beers went from happy hour prices to like $12 for a domestic. But you know what? When you start partying like that, one of them picked up the big tab. The brother, I don't even know. Thank you so much. My man is listening. However, it went. I didn't even, I did the early one. I didn't know if I even paid for the last. I, 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 oh, my God. I walked. I walked. I. There was a, a stand, like a piece of chicken, I think, that I bought and that was it and there was nothing and then and i made sure and i set my alarm i didn't even pack until then i i luckily i got up before my phone alarm i was putting my things together i was tired i was dehydrated i was hung over i was hungrier than heck and i was just like and now i gotta fly to tampa and then I still got a couple hours to kill because I don't want to have time to drive back and then go do the radio show. And But you know what? It was a great damn time. And I hope, and I can't wait till the wedding. And I'll see you two Bricado brothers uh, again. And oh my God. Oh my God. And when I told my wife, I texted her, I think it was even the next day, I said, Wait till I tell you. I ran into Keenan and the boys at the bachelor party at the same bar that we were in and it wasn't set up. She was like, unbelievable, unbelievable. So there you go. That was my numero uno story from Vegas. As far as the Super Bowl there, it's, oh my God. I mean, when you combine Vegas 
what I found in Vegas is what I see. I'm not a gambler. I'm not used to coming down the first when I got there, and you're on the different time. Like it's three hours difference. So when I got there and boom, 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 and you do all day and I just try to get guests and I'm walking around with my, my microphone, my recorder and just trying to hit up people and oh, the publicist, oh, no, 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 I don't have any time. No, 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 no. Michael Penix, Michael Penix, he's from Tampa Bay, Dade City, Washington quarterback, going to the NFL. Oh, you got three minutes? His agent, no, he doesn't have time for you. I'm like, I'm from Tampa, man. Five minutes, he doesn't have any time. Oh, my God, really? You know, you're going to get some of those. Some surprise you. Yeah, we can walk. We got a few minutes. So there was a ton of guests. Um, no need to go down the entire list, but just all I can say is stay tuned for the next couple of weeks. Um, the biggest, everybody's asked me, who's the biggest celebrity you saw there? Here's how it works. The Pat McAfee show is numero uno. They have the biggest audience and the publicists know that. And that way they bring their, their biggest, the biggest guests, the biggest names. They go to the Pat McAfee show because you get the biggest audience. You get the most amount of exposure. The rock. Can you smell what the rock is cooking is the biggest. He is huge. He is in shape. His Skin is perfect, teeth, and it's almost like it's a walking, not even human caricature, and he seems like a really nice guy, and I've heard that from behind the scenes. He did the Pat McAfee show, and it might have been five, six, seven deep of media, tech people, whatever, watching it. Soon as he was done in the back, he was talking in the back a little bit, Everybody went around back. Then he went back. Security was trying to hold everybody back. Everybody with their iPhones. Walking, walking, walking. Hey, rock. I even rock. The rock. This is rock. But he couldn't hear me. And he's walking, walking. And there was, so check this out. He actually stops. And there must have been about 60 media with our phones out surrounding the rock and this big guy. Turns out that morning, in my Lyft, Lyft slash Uber, I've been using Lyft. I'm in the Lyft and the driver has on a Vegas radio station. And it was a morning show, not a sports show, a morning, almost like a morning zoo show, fun show, that type of thing. Guy and a girl. And they're both saying, you know, we normally don't do football and na na na. We interview celebrities or a pop culture type show, that type of thing. And it was on. I'm just in the back. And we're here on Radio Row, and we're our next guest. He's a former NFL player, but he's from Australia. Oh, shrimp on the bobby. And who has the worst accent? Is it Australians trying to imitate United, you know, people from the States? Or is it people from the States imitating Australians? And blah, 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 and that type of thing. Well, the guy's being interviewed, and he's talking, and he's like, his goal is to make rugby big in the United States. He, I know that there is some local rugby and rugby this and that, but his goal is to make rugby bigger. He he played rugby. He has a passion for rugby. He was real, and it was a good interview. I'm listening to him. Well, when I get to Radio Row later in the day, we're following The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson stops, and it's a big guy. I hear his accent. It's this guy that I just heard this morning on this local radio show talking about this, so I knew what was going on. And he's showing The Rock. He's talking about rugby 
and this and that because The Rock is in charge of the XFL. Now, now they merged the USFL, and The Rock was really nice. He was really polite. He was showing The Rock some video, uh, and The Rock was interested. Where are you from? When did you stop playing? Are you playing? Where are you from? Are you Texas? What part of Australia? And it was really cool. He was really nice about it. Really cool. So finally, The Rock's got to leave. His his entourage is whisking him away. Security's keeping him back. Everybody's trying to... And The Rock leaves. And this big Australian dude is right next to me. And even though this guy played, I don't know his name. I didn't know the whole deal. He was like, ah! He, uh, he let out a yell. He goes, I can't believe that just happened. He goes, I can't believe that I actually just got to see The Rock and talk to The Rock and give The Rock my story. How cool was that? How cool was that? Now, there is one celebrity that was even bigger than The Rock, and you're never going to guess who it was. All right? Was it a movie star? Was it uh, Tom Brady, uh, Joe Montana, anything like that? No. Do you know who the biggest star was? Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. I told that to somebody. They're like, I thought that he was dead. No, he's not dead. He still performs in Las Vegas. I didn't have a chance to see him. I was downstairs in a media center. It was kind of far away. And when I got up there, I was like, oh, where's Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton, he did... He did a national show or two, and then he actually stopped and did a couple of local shows. But Wayne Newton, old school. How about that? Of all the stars that came through, Wayne Newton was probably the biggest. As far as players, you know who uh, was very, very popular? C.J. Stroud, the rookie quarterback. Um, But there was Dr. Oz. There was one of these big celebrity chefs. He's kind of cut. He's built. I saw his his thing on a um, uh, a billboard. Uh, Carrot Top. I got a chance to talk to Carrot Top a little bit. He still is kind of he works out. He's not very tall, and uh, he was doing a couple of different shows. He was walking around. He's got residency in Vegas, and he was just standing there right next to me. And I heard him on a show the other day, and I liked him. And I said, Carrot Top. I gave him a fist. I put my fist up. Uh, fist bump. I said, I, I I like your humor, man. I really do. And he's like, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I said, no, I mean that, man. He's like a good dude. And he goes, thanks, man. Boom, gave me a fist bump. Everybody, the thing about it is, everybody is at the Super Bowl that's there in media or if you're a guest or if you're a celebrity, or everybody's in a good mood. Everybody appreciates where we are, we're very, very fortunate, you know, and I, you can feel it. Nobody, there's no, there's no loss. There's no game. There's no, somebody lost, you know, there's a lot to get there. And then when you're there, you're pretty appreciative. You should be. And everybody was now last year, Pat McAfee could actually walk around and he would be hit by fans for selfies and things like that this year he he has become that much bigger it's like a joe rogan that he i didn't see him the entire time i was there all week at radio row like he's got to go in the back he's that big of a celebrity i'm trying to think some of the other names that i saw yeah you know like uh oh cam newton i'm not a cam newton's too much for me 
look, he was an MVP. He, you know, he did well. He's just too much for me. Now, he's got a podcast with a ton of listeners. He was there as both a media guy and then this and that. He's got the hair up, this and that. He's big. You get up close to the size of his legs and stuff. He is huge. Uh, but a lot of people were following him around. Gronk. Gronk was great. Gronk has always been good. For as big of a celebrity as he is, he's 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 a good man. He's down to earth. He had a big entourage. He was there for a couple of days. And he was bombarded by everybody. And he, he's good, though. He actually did a, a day on this Kay Adams show. She's a tiny little thing. Uh, and he did a press conference. It was on his kick, the field goal. If he misses this and that, and media can come up and just ask him questions one by one on the on the uh, microphone, and he was really good, very very good. He thinks Tom Brady will do good in broadcasting. And oh, here's the thing. I, here's the thing that I found amazing. I went to the CBS uh, press conference on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't remember. And CBS has, you know, had the game. Next year, it's going to be Fox. It's going to be Brady. Brady is going to be a color analyst on the number one team on Fox with Kevin Burkhart all season. And then Fox has the has the Super Bowl. That means Brady in his first year is going to get to call the Super Bowl. How about that? But he is working hard behind the scenes. I was wondering about that. He's got so many different businesses and things going on. I'm like, how is he going to really, is he really going to put all into it? He is. He is. I've talked to some people there at the Super Bowl, and he's he's flown to Los Angeles. He's done some work with Burkhart. He's reached out to so many people. Like I told you, Peyton Manning told us at the, told me. I actually asked him at the Pro Bowl. Uh, what about Tom? And he's like, Tom reached out to me. He's reached out. He reached out to even Stephen A. Smith. He's reached out to everybody. He, he does his homework. That's why he was the goat. This is the one. This is the biggest thing that surprised me last week. So I got a chance to talk to Boomer Esiason, Phil Sims, Cower. They they broke out into and they different locations and you could talk to them. CBS, you know, like this the, the pregame show, postgame show. Those guys too. Romo was up there with Jim Nance and big. I was up there for a little bit, whatever. But they all said the same thing. Uh, somebody asked Phil Sims. I was standing right. No, no, uh, Boomer. Is it too early? Isn't it too early to start putting Mahomes in the GOAT category? He's like, no. No, it's not. We already are. Now, granted, Brady won seven Super Bowls. But Boomer said Brady worked incredibly hard to get to where he was. Patrick Mahomes was born for this. Patrick Mahomes' natural ability and instincts are like no one else. Go over to Phil Simms. Phil Simms, like, he's he is incredible. Uh, even Cower, same thing. I was like, whoa. Because I have been of the opinion, look, he's done incredible at a young age, but to call him, like, comparing him to Brady yet, it's, you know, this revisionist, this history, you know, do we forget the past? It's always what is happening now, you know? No, these guys, Hall of Famers, man. No, he is going to be, he is that good. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? And for his father to get the DWI 
a week before the Super Bowl. His brother is always creating controversy. Brittany Mahomes is in the news. And to have family members being shown in a negative light and you got to and uh, and to still be able to just you know deal with that alone is is something else but that 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 surprised me that surprised me Gronk was even asked he's like do you think Mahomes will beat Brady and you know what Gronk said he's like there's still a lot to go on between now and the next 15 years health life injuries body all that jazz different coaching staff systems you know is Andy Reid going to reach let's just you know who he plays with all that so there's a lot there's a lot we'll see we shall see um Vega I'm trying to think let me see what else I I uh but Dan Marino is a very nice guy I've had I've interviewed Marino before he was up on the McAfee show. A lot of people wanted to talk to Marino. Still, he's very, he, he's cool. Um, Kyle Turley is always walking around with Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon is in a wheelchair. Uh, he was always one of my favorites, but Steve Young, Emmett Smith. I mean, you can go on and on down down the list. Um, so coming up on the on the Rock Stops Here podcast, just the next couple, Warwick Dunn was incredible about what he has done for the home for the holidays. I don't know if you know that. It started out with single moms, and he'd put down the down payment and get them into a house, and it's expanded. He's now building. He's a builder. He's building communities for those that are less fortunate to help them. Unbelievable. Uh, Mike Golick, I got him on an upcoming Rock Stops Here podcast. He was great. Remember Mike and Mike? No, they walked him out the door, just like what happened to me at Bay News 9. Did not leave on our own. I talked to him a little bit about that. Mark Schlereth, he was on ESPN for years, does games on Fox, lives in Denver. He was really cool. Angie Agar, a lot of you guys don't know who she is, but she has been big on social media, and she's blown up. Uh, she does these like skits, pretends to be coaches, and memes and videos and she she couldn't have been nicer noah eagle ian eagle is a longtime broadcaster play-by-play nfl uh nba basketball his son ian eagle who's also done now he's only 26 nfl games he did the super bowl for nickelodeon He's done a lot of big time things. He's coming up on the Rock Stop Cheer podcast. He was really, really good. Rob Parker, Fox Sports, Ross Tucker, uh, Bonnie Jill Laughlin. She was a Cowboys and a 49ers cheerleader, Hooters girl, actress, Baywatch. Then she was a. Re- she got on. She became in the Lakers organization a scout and then a general manager of their 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 minor league. Uh, affiliate in the Lakers organization. She's been on KCAL. She's been a TV reporter. She was, she's phenomenal. She's got a book out. I can go on and on of some of the guests that I have upcoming here in the Rock Stops Here podcast. So please, please keep it here. And you, it's going to be very, very interesting. The thing that I'm not used to though, like I said, with Vegas, it, <laughs> you know, they say New York is a city that never sleeps. No, it's Vegas. I came down 
to get a coffee on Wednesday morning before I was going to go to the fitness center. It was like 6.40 in the morning, Vegas time, which means 7.40, 8.40, 9.40, Eastern Standard Time. And I go down, and I go down the elevator. All of a sudden, you know, it's always the sounds, the casino, 24-7, that music. And there's a guy there playing the slots. He's got a cowboy hat on. He's got his beers. He's he's on the phone, and he's playing, and he's nonstop. And he's going, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah, woo, wah, woo, woo. It's 6.40 in the morning. He's been up all night. Some are just sitting there with their cigarettes and just at the thing with their drink and just playing, playing. There was poker games going on. I'm like, it's 6.40 in the morning. I'm looking for Dunkin' Donuts. If there's a Starbucks, fine. What? I, 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 that just blows me away. The day that I checked out on that Friday morning, I was already tired, hungover. I needed to get something to eat. I wanted the Uber situation, I'm telling you, is rideshare, Uber. Oh, this is my location. No, there's usually two locations, upstairs, downstairs, or around the corner. No, I'm here. I'm here. It's going to be leaving. What? So I wanted to make sure I got to the airport in way plenty of time. So I was extra early. I still didn't get myself anything to eat, had not really eaten until the day before, two o'clock, drank for the bachelor party boys. Oh my God, I was hurting, dehydrated. I'm not complaining. I did it to myself. I had a great time that night though. And uh, I go to check out and there is a woman that is just screaming at what this poor employee this dude is just standing there at the hotel i guess she had lost her phone it uh, she was drunk she was blaming the casino and oh i, I mean just nonstop. and i was just like i got up to the desk and i said you guys got to deal with this and she said yeah i said but she's saying she lost her phone is that the hotel's problem and the girl behind the desk is like that's what i'm saying and we and she was still screaming. Then she had an, uh, a boyfriend, a husband. Uh, he had a Kansas City Chiefs sweater on. He came over. He was trying to calm her down. That wasn't working. Ah, uh, ah, uh, it's nonstop. There was also this little little dude, probably in his like maybe twenty, early twenties, twenty one, twenty two. He had on these, these these sweatpants. I saw him at 7 o'clock in the morning, and he's got his phone. He's got a little hand, stand, hand thing that, you know, and he's streaming. He's streaming. And again, he's been up all night. He didn't just wake up. And, st- and he's got a real high voice, and he's talking like this, and he was weird, and he was going over to something. There's this whole group. It's called In Real Life streaming what's your life and this guy i'm like stay clear of this guy and he was walking the whole time and he's talking and he's on it, he's videoing he's he's streaming and then the next night i see it's like oh when i came from i was done i was going to go to the tropic to party with my guys that i didn't know i was going to here he is again same clothes day and a half later still with the high voice still streaming he's not talking to anybody there's no friend around i'm like what do you stream? Who? How interesting is your life if that's all you're doing, walking around streaming, and you're not? What? What's your life experience? Are you bringing that? What's your content? 
I, 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 I saw one dude in the morning, the last day that I was heading to the Mandalay Bay for Radio Row. And you can tell he's been up all night. He had pajama bottoms on. He had long dreads. White dude. Long dreads. Didn't look real, real dirty or anything, but like, and it was, you know, eight o'clock in the morning and he was just shuttling along walking later that same night at like eight o'clock at night. I saw him still walking the strip, same pajamas, same deal, same thing like that. I mean, it's, it is nonstop. And any hotel I went in, like there's no lobby it's the it's the registration desk and then casino like i guess they don't want you sitting in a nice couch and taking up time get over and start betting get on the tables you know i noticed that my brother-in-law works for the nfl and his wife which is my sister-in-law she was flying in and we were trying to hook up. They were going to NFL honors that night. I didn't care about the awards dinner. That was nice. They had an extra ticket. I've already seen enough celebrities for the last two, three days. And, you know, I was done on that end. So I appreciated it. But I was going to, I was done with the Barstool guys. I had some time. I knew they were staying at a Caesars. I walked over there and I texted my sister in law and I said, hey, you know what? I know you guys are getting ready for honors, but I'm just going to be hanging and chilling in the lobby. You know, and I waited to see. But when I got in there, I'm in the lobby, but there's no couches and chairs. There's where you register to check in, check out. And then there's just the casinos right there. There's there's the slots, the tables. I'm like, there's no place to sit. They don't want you sitting down and relaxing in a lobby. It's all... That noise, that constant noise, constant noise. It's, wow. There was a friend of mine that went to a bachelor party about a year, two years ago in Vegas. His name was Steve. And I remember they had a hookup. One of the guys in the bachelor party, his father was high ranking in that hotel. And they got the penthouse suite that had been on uh, one of the uh, MTV reality shows. That's how nice it was. It had a, uh, what do you call those things, with a big, huge aquarium and, you know, the cow, you know, unbelievable. And so he went, and there was only like a three-day, two-night trip. And he said on the last, on the day that he was flying out of Vegas, I'll never forget, he said, he woke up, he wasn't flying out. He wasn't going to have to leave until the afternoon. He already had his bags packed that he sat out in the main living room and he was ready to go home. He was done. Vegas can whip your ass if you don't pace yourself. And who's going to pace themselves? The other thing that I noticed is it rained, torrential rain one night, the first night that I was there. And when I, when I, everybody was telling me, oh, you're not going to be able to get your Uber right at the link there because it floods. I'm like, how much flooding? It was one night of rain. It wasn't that bad compared to here in Florida. Oh, flash flood warning. Closed. 
that area was closed for two and a half days. It doesn't, there's no drainage. Vegas is in a valley, they were explaining, and they hardly ever get rainstorms, but when they do, you would think the ground would be able to suck that up. No. And then there's all these people that live in the tunnels, homeless. It's a big thing. I've seen the YouTube videos, and nobody uses cabs. That's the other thing. I was told that cabs drivers will scam you. They will take you the long way. You don't want to take a cab to and from your uh, airport or hotel. So everybody uses Uber, Uber or Lyft. And there's, it's just, there's always a, it's, yeah. Wow. It was different. It was different. It was a, it was an unbelievable trip. And I have just got so many stories, but I don't want to, you know what? I, 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 I think that's about it. The sphere is very, very cool. You can see it from all parts of LA. I mean, uh, Las Vegas. And I had heard that the NFL partnered up with the sphere where they showed the Super Bowl on the sphere. So if you were homeless, you were on the street, you didn't have a ticket, you could watch the game watching the sphere. And you can see that pretty much from anywhere uh, near the strip. So how about that? How about that? So listen, my thanks. If you, again, thank you to Lipton Window and Door. Visit their showroom in Newport Ritchie or Lipton will come to you at your home, at your job job site, fully trained, staffed, factory-backed warranty. If you're looking for new windows, doors, uh, especially with hurricane season coming, they'll take care of you in Pinellas, Hillsboro, Pasco, and Hernando counties. Tim Lipton is the owner. Great guy. They're fully trained. 727 372 2455. Replacement doors, replacement windows. Customer service is numero uno. Fair pricing and exceptional product. Lipton window and door Newport Ritchie Florida tell them the rock Riley sent you all right we'll see who we got next week also scheduled to do well I'll wait until I get it in the can it's a big one coming up I'll talk to you next Tuesday thank God I made it back what happens in Vegas is told here on the rock stops here podcast